How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Clubhouse Podcast. This is episode number nine. My name is Miguel Mendoza. And I'm Zach Pena. So, yes, our next uh, guest here at the Clubhouse, uh, Miguel and I are actually very, very interested because it's an industry that, you know, we haven't tackled yet and it's something that Miguel and I want to do in the future. So, yes, this man is a personal development and motivational coach. He has coached more than 100 people to build their own sustainable businesses online. He is also the president at Halal Kebab Express and the chairman at JCI Manila. So please welcome Mr. David Nadella. Hi. Hi, guys. <laughs> hi, David. Hi, Miguel. Nice thank you so much for you guys. Yeah, thank you so yeah. much for being here also. Yeah, yeah no worries. No worries. Anything for, anything for Zach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, David, how has it been in your industry, you know, as a businessman throughout the, the quarantine? How has that been like? Well, uh, you know, the quarantine really has uh, changed the landscape of, you know, uh, the business industry, right? I mean, think about it. This pandemic, there was a study done actually that this pandemic has, uh, you know, um, made the Philippine business landscape, even the Philippine economy, five times, uh, you know, advanced in terms of online presence. You know, a lot of Filipinos now, a lot of our countrymen are going online, not only as businessmen, but also, you know, people who have never gone online as consumers, right? So it really has been something that uh, a lot of businessmen I know personally and even myself had to really navigate and had to shift. So the keyword there really is about shifting and adapting. Um, I have friends also in business who were never really able to adapt. So it, that really is key in business. Now you really have to be adapt and, uh, you know, um, circumvent um, business, right? And it goes to show as well that life um, there are a lot of challenges that, that that come your way, whether it be in school, in business, in whatever that you're tackling right now. Um, it's really so important that you have that mindset of going out of that comfort zone, trying something new. So that's yeah. really my advice, right? Yeah, I, I super agree with that also. Like what we had with the, like the past industry, um, the medical industry, like even them, like the medical field, they also went digital. Like they're doing teleconsult, telecommunication, and all of that. Okay. So yeah, I super agree with that. And what you said, like pivoting, I think that's very essential in business because you're going to be, yeah. you have to overcome different challenges and trials. So pivoting is really good. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I agree. Yeah. yeah. So, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's start off with your story. Like, why did you choose to enter the business industry? Um, why did you choose to become a businessman? Great question, uh, Miguel. Thanks for that. <laughs> well, you know, uh, my story is honestly a story I think that a lot of people can relate to, right? Um, so right after high school, uh, I also went to Ateneo, by the way. So yeah. uh, go Ateneo. <laughs> <laughs> OBS. And, yeah. So right after high school, um, I was really exposed to my lolo. Right. Um, I'm very close to my lolo on my mom's side. Actually, he lives uh, also in Ayala Heights. Okay. He's been neighbors with Zach. Yeah, so I was always there with my lolo. And growing up, you know, I really saw my lolo's lifestyle. Um, he, he's actually in business as well. He owns his own business. And, but really, um, 
captivated me probably with my Lolo's lifestyle was that my Lolo was such a fun-loving guy, right? Parang he didn't was he was ano, he was in business, but he wasn't stressed, right? And what he taught me before was that when you start a business, whenever you want to start a business, you have to understand that a business has to have an operating system, right? You cannot be the operating system of business because once you become the operating system of your business, you never get freedom. And, um, you know, with, with that aspect in mind, I was really looking for a business that could not give me just the money. Because most people, the reason why they went to business is because they want, of course, financial success. And, you know, that's that's the same with me. I mean, same with a lot of people. But what my law imparted to me was that money is not something that you should chase. It's not the only thing you should chase. It's really something that um, should be actually there with purpose, right? And my purpose when I was really thinking about it was I wanted not only money, but more important, the quality of life. I wanted the freedom to do what I wanted to do, travel whenever I wanted to travel, spend time with the people that I want to spend time with. And um, that's why I entered the specific industry that I'm in, which is actually um, you know, in online franchising and online distributions. And um, going back to my story, right? So I was in high school. Obviously, my lola was really my idol. And um, that's really how it started. Now, after college, I graduated as well, business management, because I knew after uh, high school, I really wanted to go into business. So I wanted to get technical skills, right? So I got into business management in college, also in Ateneo. And that's when <laughs> reality like kicked in. I realized that... Um, even though I want to do business, even though I was taught business classes, it's so different to actually have your own business, to start your own business, but and just you know saying that you want to be in business. It's totally a different thing, right? Because I didn't really have the hard skills. I had the soft skills. I kind of understood business theoretically because that's what yeah. they taught me in school. But they didn't really teach me how to actually build my own business. So um, I started off in corporate. So I really want to be in business. I started off in corporate because I want to get like the skills, the hard skills. I wanted to learn from other people. And then I applied for um, a job for SM. So I was actually with SCMC or Sfinuet as SM. And I was a manager for the mall. So I entered the MT program. And for four years, I was working there. Right? And to be honest with you, I actually kind of lost track of like um, wanting, to, wanting to be in business. Uh, just because you know, sometimes when you incorporate, like the, the environment is is so different than people yeah. who are in business, right? So I kind of got sidetracked, and after around four years of working, that's when another season in my life came. So around uh, after four years, before the before that season, actually, I was I could tell you guys I was really happy with work because. Um, the environment was good. I really loved like my workmates. I learned a lot as well in terms of my, my work. And I was feeling that I, like I was growing, right? So mm -hmm. I wasn't really looking for anything up to that fourth year. And uh, how do I say this? After four years, I was looking at my bank account, to be quite frank. And I realized that I had 
after four years of working hard, right, for a company, I realized that I had barely enough savings. Like I had less than probably 50,000 in my bank account after four years of working and I was already, what, 24? And I probably went into that um, big call quarter life crisis. I was around 24, almost going 25, and I realized, my gosh, with what I was doing, even though I was happy in terms of like the work, it could not get me to the financial success that I truly want. And that's when I became open to other opportunities. I didn't know what exactly, but I knew I want I had to earn more. Right. That was that was very okay. obvious. That was very obvious. Like after four years of working, right? And that's when a good friend of mine, uh, her name's Maika Sibaya, she's actually a batch, uh, sorry, higher batch uh, by one in Ateneo, and she was also my workmate in SF. And she was telling me about this business that she was doing on the side um, that allowed her to actually earn double her income, right? So she had her corporate work in SM, then she had a side business, um, which she did not have to actually sacrifice her work to do the business. And, you know, that made a lot of sense to me because I wanted the safety of corporate life, right? I wanted, they say, the security of like a steady paycheck, right? And in business, you don't have that. Business uh, you know, it's very different, right? You take that risk. Yeah. In any yeah. business that you yeah. want to start, there really is a risk. And for people who want to go into business, if you're not willing to take a risk, then don't go into business, really, because <laughs> business is not for you, right? Um, people who are in business understand that there really is a risk that you have to take. And what I loved about that concept is I did not have to actually leave the safety of my work and start my own business side. So I could actually get the best of both worlds. That's when I started with uh, my first business when I was 24, um, which is still the business that I'm doing to this day. So I'm, I'll forever be thankful, uh, you know, friend who actually uh, showed me this business. And you know, coming to my second point, it's so important to actually have mentors. If you're going to start a business, you have to have mentors. Because um, what I've noticed is with mentors, you get to actually speed up your success. You get to actually learn from people who have been there, have gone that route, and you personally don't have to actually go through all of those challenges, or at least you have that like, you know, um, wisdom imparted to you so that you don't you have you save your time. You save time, you save effort, you save money. And for me, that's the best part, right? Like about my business, because it's a mentorship type of business. Yeah. And that's what I love. Yeah. And that's how I started. So I started with the business part-time, didn't really know what I was doing. But because I had a mentor, we had a system in place, uh, we had trainings, we had coaching, made all the difference, right? We made all the difference. And after a year of doing business, when I was 25, I decided, you know what? I'm still young. Even though I fail in business, I can always go back to corporate anyway, Right. right. And that's when I decided to leave the comfort of steady paycheck and uh, pursue business full-time, right? You know, the rest is history, you know. Um, learned a lot along the way without any business background really per se. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I always tell this also to people who ask me about, like, why am I so passionate about what I do? It's because I tell them that I'm not in it for the money, you know. Um, not in it for the money solely, right? Uh, you have to have a purpose for your business, 
right? And my purpose is to help other people. My purpose is to help young people, especially young people, to actually learn how to navigate an e-commerce online landscape, which I believe is so relevant, especially during this time. So that's my purpose, right? Um, it's what it wakes me up in the morning, not the money. It's actually impacting and helping other people, right? So that's my purpose. And that's why even after six years of doing this business, I'm still so passionate about it. You know what yeah, I mean? I'm still yeah. so passionate about it. I'm so I'm still so gung-ho about it. Uh, because I'm, you know, I would like to believe I'm making an impact and difference in other people's lives. Right. And yeah. and yeah, that's that's how I started. And then um, I started on other ventures like my food business um, as well. And that's a totally different type of business as well. Um, but Again, um, the success of that business really relied on like the, the skills that I got from my coaching business. Because <laughs> um, in any business, what I can tell you, it's not really about anything else but about your people skills. Right. It's not right. anything about uh, technical skills because you know anything in business, you can learn it right? while you're doing the business, whatever it is. You learn it. What's more important, more than the technical skills, is that have to have the heart to help other people with whatever it is that you're doing, right? It's again, anything you can learn. But what you can't learn is actually, you know, um, being a helpful type of person. Because if you're not really into that type of thing, then I don't believe that you can really become successful in any business um, that you do. At the same time, if you do become successful, it will be something that is just short term. Right, because people will always see through other people who are in it for the money, um, rather than service. Yeah, your your insights are actually really good because what I noticed, not a lot of people actually understand that if you try to get in, if you want to get into business, you have to take a risk or maybe like a calculated risk. Like you can, yeah. if you're doing it for money, like you can be um, like wealthy tomorrow, but in ten years you're not gonna be wealthy. So if you rely on money as you know your car essence and doing business then that's not gonna work long term so i think yeah. like if you actually have like a why like your purpose then that's gonna really help um, in the short and long term yeah. definitely definitely man you, you said it yeah so you mentioned that you have a coaching business what specifically like what type of coaching do you do in relate in relation to business well, basically what I do is I, from point A to point Z. So I start off with working with people who want to have a difference in their life right now. Whether it be a student, whether it be a professional person, whether it be a, even a businessman already. They're just looking for something new, something else, right? That's what I start with, right? Because you can never uh, coach somebody who is not open-minded. Right, so they have to be first at that frame of frame of frame of mind. Right, from there, um, I then help them basically learn how to develop a system, how what products they can actually market. Because most people they want to start a business, but they don't have a product, they don't have a service, or they don't necessarily know, uh, you know, how to make product or a service. So I provide that. Right, at the same time, also help them in terms of. Uh, you know, creating basically, as I mentioned, the system and also, you know, program where they just have to follow it from point A to point B to point C, all the way to point Z to get them to their goals, 
right? So it's just it's similar. It's very similar to franchising. You guys are familiar with franchising. The reason why most people want to get a franchise is because they don't want the hassle and you know like everything else that comes with creating your own business, right? So just very similar to franchising sets, right? Um, and I think that's how it works, right? And as I mentioned a while ago, um, I'm really in it because, or in this business, because I want to create not only freedom for myself, but I want to create freedom for so many other people, right? Because I know a lot of people who are either stuck in their work, their own business, and the truth of the matter is, no, they're just in it for the money. They're not so happy. They're, they don't feel fulfilled. And so they end up actually, I mean, if you think about it, right? I mean, a lot of um, artistas, a lot of wealthy people, some of them commit suicide. Black for, for example, right? Why is that so? If you think about it, why is that so? They have all the money. They have all the power in the one of the wealthiest or one of the most famous people. But why do they end up like not having, you know, peace and happiness? It's obviously because money or fame is not really what it's about, right? And that's what I realized uh, in my years of doing business. And that's what I help people realize as well, right? Um, and and uh, with community that I formed, my business really has made an impact, I believe, not only financially, but more holistically since life. Maybe spiritually, maybe in terms of their contribution, maybe in terms of their even their health and fitness, right? So yeah, it really my business. What, what I can say, it really encompasses more than just uh, financial gain. Yeah, and yeah. I actually could see your um, Atenean side because w- with how you do business, you're doing it through a holistic approach, and that's what Atenea is teaching. You know, the students. So that's really good. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you, thank you. I, I, I hope I, I make our, our school proud. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I also really agree with you when it comes to, you know, knowing your purpose when you start a business. So, you know, having that in mind, what, what keeps you motivated, you know, in continuing to scale your business and growing your business and helping these people? Because there are times when, you know, you feel like, you know, you're, you're burnt out or you feel like, you know... Right. You kind of, you know, everything's happening so fast. So yeah, what what, yeah. what keeps you motivated and inspired all the time right. to, you know, continue to work hard? Great question. Well, first and foremost, uh, it's really about my goals, right? That's why I always advise people that written goals are so different than just verbally saying them. Because there's a power to actually writing down your goals, actually saying it out loud, reading it to yourself twice daily. It's actually from a book I read, um, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. And that's one more uh, advice, piece of advice that I always tell people that have to helping yourself by reading books, right? Personal development books, business books, because these are tools that actually motivate as well and give you mindset and maybe even the skills that you need. So, so yeah, one of them... Uh, reading books, and at the same time, again, it's about really having crystal clear goals. Like, have to really know your purpose and why you're doing that business, right? It really has to be so clear in your mind because if it's not clear, then you will give up uh, easily, right? If it's not clear why you're doing what you're doing, any challenge 
people, you know, um, actually like feel it's so insurmountable <laughs> because you're not clear with your goals. So you have to be very clear with your goals. That's my first piece of uh, advice. And um, with me personally, um, my goal is really to be able to retire age of 40, right? Um, not a lot of people have those goals, right? I mean, uh, it's a big goal. <laughs> it's a big goal, man. Uh, not a lot of people are able to retire in their 40s. And the reason why I want to retire in my 40s is because I want to be able to really enjoy life. I want to be able to travel with my family. I want to be able to live wherever I want to be able to live in. Uh, you know, that's why I have that big goal. And for me to be able to have a big goal, I have to have finite number of resources that I've already thought of and particularly written down. And without those resources, I will not be able to retire in my 40s, right? That's why that's what keeps me going, right? So it doesn't really matter what challenge what challenge I go through. I'm, you know, I, I'm a person. I mean, you know, everybody goes through challenges. Everybody goes through hardships. I'm not saying that I don't get affected by challenges. Because challenges is normal, not only in business, but even in life, right? But it's not how, it's, it's, it's like the saying that I always say. You should never view things as happening to you. You should be viewing things as if they're happening for you, right? Not to you, but for you. Because in any challenge you go through, there will always be a learning face to that. There will always be a learning side to that. Instead of focusing on the challenge itself, focusing on what you can improve on so that you don't repeat the same mistakes twice, right? And, and, um, that's what really makes me motivated. It's my goals, my crystal clear goals. And, you know, again, my purpose, right? Because if you're doing things, not only for yourself, you're doing things for other, for your family, for your employees, you're doing things for, for other people, you will not become selfish. Because if you're just doing things for yourself and you feel like you're not doing want to do it anymore then you'll stop but if other you know other people are relying on you you know you're helping other it's not just about you right it's about others right trust me if you have that type of mindset you will go a long way because um you're not just doing things for yourself yeah and another piece of advice is for those who are scared to start or like take the first step like they should understand that failure, you know, it's it's gonna come, and you should be yeah. able to tackle that. And people shouldn't be scared of failure because you're gonna be yeah. learning from that experience, and from that failure, you're gonna carry the learning experience to create bigger, you know, bigger b- bigger impacts. Exactly. And uh, thanks for that, Miguel. I mean, that's well said. And I mean, honestly, like, what would life be without failure? I mean, think about it. Are you guys inspired by somebody who's successful but never really went through failures just got to where he he is now because he's lucky and he's just so good i mean are you inspired yeah. by that type of story not personally as not as much not as really much, right yeah. i mean what makes a great story um is the struggles the challenges that that person went through be right. able to actually get to where he is now right. that's what inspires people yeah. that's what keeps people you know motivated and 
wanting to be that type of person, right? Because nobody yeah. can relate to somebody who's just successful just because of so good and I mean, nobody can relate to that <laughs> because the truth of the matter is in life but he's perfect right everybody goes through challenges everybody goes through failures and as you know as they say right fall down 99 times get up on that 100th it's all about understanding that failures are not failures in itself or problems in itself but more of challenges right Challenges to actually like challenge is to actually learn from that challenge or problem and you know dissect it, right? And like maybe even talk to your mentor about it. Right? So you know what to do next. Yeah. Yeah. And I can guarantee like all the business people that we look up to, like whether it's Jeff Bezos or Bill Gates, they failed so much times. And there are times where they almost quit life but it's the it's their value of you know getting back up with two feet yeah. and you know that's 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 why they're at this position right now it's because they yeah. were able to overcome failure yeah exactly actually speaking of you know um bill gates story i'm not sure if you guys know but he started microsoft talked to at least it's like 20 people right 20 people that shared his vision talk to them out of those 20 people one supported yeah. Right. Nobody yeah. really believed in his vision, right? And, and and that's the thing, right? People may not believe in your vision, but it doesn't really matter because if you believe in yourself, understand that there's a higher purpose, higher purpose for what you're doing. Know that it's God's will for you. That it's something that God actually put you on this earth. It's something that can help other people, it, then so what failure? It is normal in business. Right. So normal. Yeah. So I know that it takes a lot of courage also and determination to be able to inspire, you know, the amount of people that you inspire with your coaching business. So I'm just curious to know, like, you know, you're supposed to be productive, you know, throughout your whole day. And, you know, manage your time. That's an essential key that you have to, you know, work on. So what does, you know, a productive day or a day in the life of, you know, Mr. David Nadella, like, what does it look like? Or how, <laughs> or how do you, like, structure your days or your weeks, you know, to be able to, right. you know, 10x your productivity? Right. Well, I make sure I have a schedule daily, right? Because schedule is key. Because once, the hard thing about having your own business is that nobody will boss you. You have to boss yourself around. That, that's the first challenge. That's one of the challenges, right? And um, you don't have that schedule. You don't know what you're supposed to do on a daily basis. Then you're going to be wasting a lot of time, right? So you have to have that schedule, right? Like for me, for example, my schedule is like, my normal schedule in the morning is um, I wake up in the morning, I usually wake up at 7 a.m. I work out because I also believe that, um, you know, you have to have that mental health, right? And that physical health, right? To be able to peak perform, have a peak performance in your business. So I keep in shape. Um, so that's what I do in the morning. From there, I have my breakfast. Then after I have my breakfast, I do my business. I have my meetings until lunchtime. So those meetings mostly consist of that I help my business 
um, from their concerns to how to sell their products, how to build their own teams, how to actually scale their business, uh, actually um, you know, giving words of advice as well through the challenges that they're going through. Um, so that's until around 12. Then I have my lunch. Then from lunch, I have my own personal productivity around one to four, which I have my own meetings where I talk to my new clients, my new partners, right? So with the people that I help, I usually do that in the morning, which is my, my existing teams, but I also have new teams. I have new leads, right? Talk to new people. And that's what I do in the afternoon, around one to around five. At 5 p.m., uh, I read my books. So I have made it a point to actually do my best right do my best to read books finish one book at least a month right whatever that book may be so now i'm reading um john maxwell books you guys know john maxwell he's one of my, my idols in personal yeah. development yeah yeah so good right so so yeah so i do that in the afternoon then in the evening time after i read around for one hour to one hour and a half i have my dinner then after dinner uh from in the evening, from seven to nine, I have my business activities. So from seven to nine, uh, that's where I hold online franchising classes for uh, you know people who want to get in on our program. So yeah, that's that's basically my day, and I sleep at ten usually, if it's possible, right? I sleep at ten. But yeah, I mean, like like um, thanks for that question, uh, Zach. But I, I just want to expound also on like, you know, um, when I started my business as well, it wasn't this easy. Before. It was a lot of, it was a lot of trial and error. I probably failed so many times, man, like before I actually got and understood how to run this business successfully, right? Like I've been doing it for six years, but I only really became uh, or understood it fully after my fourth year. So it took me one, uh, four years really understand how this business works and that's the thing like with people in any business they start my best suggestion is don't give up prematurely because you never know when your breakthrough point will be right if you really believe in what you're doing and if you really feel the passion and purpose for it don't give up too prematurely a lot of people give up too prematurely businesses they start I'm sure you know people who had a business and now they're not in business anymore, right? It's because they gave up too prematurely, right? And like, if you think about it, like if you give up, what if the next day, that's the big day? Like what if? So giving up, I don't think giving up should be an option for a lot of people. I think people should actually try their best to succeed. Yeah. 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 I mean, as they always say, like I was attending this talk by uh, Tony Robbins uh, just recently. Not sure if you guys know Tony Robbins, but yeah, he's also you know up there, <laughs> right? Um, and he had this topic about changing your thought, right? Like in anybody's life, you have you know, the ability, you have you know uh, the choice to change your thought. Does that mean if something doesn't work out? It's okay. You try something else. Right. The point is. It's different when you try something else and completely give up, right? You can try different things as long as it adds to your purpose, as long as it adds to your goals, as long as what you're doing every day 
is getting you closer and closer to goals that you've set for yourself, whatever they may be. Then you know you can change the thought anytime. Yeah, is this the talk with Tony Robbins and Dean Graziosi? Yes, this is the mastermind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I also saw this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just finished actually, just last week. I did, oh, I did, bro. Nice. I'm a student of learning. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I never I stop also, learning. I also believe that yeah, your number one investment should be you know yourself and your knowledge, that you should never yeah. actually stop learning. I just want to add to that, uh, you know, never forget as well to have fun, right? I mean, with whatever you're doing, you have to have fun, right? Because people usually think that when you're starting a business, you have to be all, you know serious and stuff nah man I mean have fun with what you're doing right yeah. <laughs> never forget to have fun because it's so critical it's so important the growth of your business right how do you balance your time with you know also enjoying because I really believe that you know behind working on your business I think a big part of being productive is also you know enjoying and giving time for yourself so yeah, yeah. How how, sure. how do you how do you fit those you know in your schedule? Sure. Well, as as I mentioned, actually, um, in my schedule, I made it a point put in me time, right? So what's my me time? It's going to the gym, like well, as of now, of course, it's just online. So like working on my physical and mental health, right? Gym, reading books, because for honestly, for me, reading books is fun. It, it used to not be, <laughs> you know, like after yeah. college, I did not pick up another book after so <laughs> many years. Seriously, man. I was like, I read so many books in college, no more. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, you know, when I got into this personal development business, um, business in general, I understood how important it is to grow yourself. Like your business will only grow to the extent that you do. That's the truth. Right? And, and that's why I found that um, I love reading books pala, especially on topics that I love to read about, which is leadership, personal development, because I love learning new things about myself, right? I mean, most of us have what you call these self-limiting beliefs. We, or we may not be actually aware of, and through reading these books, right, makes me aware of like, you know, getting to know myself more, basically, right? And for me, that's fun, right? So yeah, those things. And at the same time, I love what I do, man. I love talking to people, right? I love to inspire. I love getting inspired, you know? I love motivating. I love getting motivated. So like, with what I do when I talk to people about my business, it's so fun because like, I learned how to make it fun. Right? I learned how to make it fun. So, when I'm doing my business, to be quite honest, besides like my extracurricular activities, like gym and reading books, and also, by the way, I also play games. There are times that I play video games still, especially at night. So, that's one thing that I, I, I love to do because I'm a gamer at heart, yeah. by the way. <laughs> so, I, I, you know, I uh, have time for that. Besides those things, like, I just made it the point start a business that I actually enjoy, right? Which is, for me, it's about connecting. It's about connecting genuinely to new people, right? So, yeah. um, and as they say, like, if you love what you do, 
it'll not really feel like work right yeah. so yeah. yeah that's 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 really what what uh what i can say about that you have to find something you're passionate about at the same time you're having fun yeah and that's um, that's actually something we saw like our past guest guys and she's an athlete she uh she trains twice a day but she still finds time to have fun and that's her way of treating herself also so that's really good yeah yeah and i, I have i have a question would you consider yourself as an entrepreneur because being an entrepreneur and being a businessman is completely different right and entrepreneur that's who i am that's the path that i want to tackle so would you consider yourself besides being a businessman an entrepreneur as well well i'd like to think so yeah um because you know being an entrepreneur as they say there's this saying uh, i read it in one of the books that i read uh they say that entrepreneurs are actually are willing to put in the work now unlike most people want to play more than now so that they can have the life that most people dream of having yeah right and for me that's really the essence of being an entrepreneur it's yeah. the late yeah. gratification it's putting in the work first so that later on in life get to enjoy longer i mean i don't know yeah. about you but i don't imagine myself working until i'm 60 65 yeah right i mean most people yeah. my parents they work 60 or 65 i mean it's all well and good right but that's not for me that's not the life that i want for myself i want to be able you know after all of this is done i want to be able to like you know travel the world like because i love to travel um have the time to actually like you know uh see my future family grow because like that's one of the things that i didn't really get when i was young I mean, you know because my parents are so successful what they do love them so much and so thankful for, like life of me and my sister it's just that they were so busy that they didn't really have time for us growing up you know what i mean and yeah. um when i have that type of like family my own family I want to make sure that i'm there to really like see them grow that's why i'm willing to put in the effort now so that when i do have that right family i have the time for it yeah I also understand why not a lot of people want to get into entrepreneurship and business is because they're not willing to take the risk because if you're going into entrepreneurship or business like what i said you can be successful yeah. early yeah. but you can also be like super broke even if you're 50 years old like that's something true. that i understand also that a lot of people that's why they they don't want to get into business or entrepreneurship true yeah. that that is true i mean i mean the truth of the matter is Entrepre- entrepreneurship is not for everybody right it's the truth i mean and, and it's yeah. okay it's just like not everybody is for med medicine exactly. not everybody yeah. you know? i mean it's it's yeah it's it's not for everybody yeah um and at the same time given what you you just said mega that's why a system for your business is so important I right mean. because not all businessmen have systems in place most of them some of them they are the system of their business once they stop working that's it there's a difference between what i call active income and passive income and as a young person that's what i teach people to understand 
right? You have to start building not only on your active income, but start building on your passive income as soon as you can so that time when that does happen. Say, for example, for me, right? My, my kebab business, my food business, to be quite honest with you guys, is not doing well because it's a brick and mortar type of business, right? So nobody's eating outside right now, yeah. right? <laughs> That's why it's so important that you have multiple sources of Right? You can't put all your eggs in one basket because you never know. Right? The people who mentioned 50, they failed in business or are it's because number one, I believe, put in effort eight systems for their business. And number two, they didn't really diversify properly. Right. So yeah, those are also things that I'm passionate about when I teach it to you have to understand have to start building on your yeah and like to, to those listening if you guys want to like diversify your income whether that's passive or earned income you guys should check out david's coaching program i think it's really good yeah thank you man thank yeah. you yeah i'd like to ask a question in relation to business like what are your thoughts on having an exit strategy like let's say you're gonna start a business and then you plan to you know sell it or any other exit strategy what are your thoughts on that well i mean yeah i do know people who you know uh, have sold their businesses for a lot of money right <laughs> uh yeah yeah i mean i mean it is a reality that uh, some businessmen go through and again it all boils down to your goals right you have to go back to your goals like is your goal to actually build this business to this amount of let's say uh, value or valuation, and then sell it. Because if that's your goal, then go for it. I mean, the exit strategy should be defined by the goals that you set in the beginning. So again, it all boils down uh, first and foremost. Because if, because yeah. as they say, right? I mean, yeah. entrepreneurs they have vision. That's the main difference of people, honestly, who work for a company and people who start their own business. Like people start their own businesses, really have that vision, right? They know where they're going. They know crystal clear in five, 10 years from now what that life will look like, right? And and for me, that's why it's important that uh, you have to have that vision board, right? That's the key. So for the people who are looking into starting their own business or having an exit strategy, start first by, you know, having your own vision board that is actually super essential yeah when it comes to having this vision board i'm pretty sure there are some people who you know are not quite you know like what you said it's not as clear like they don't really know their goals yeah. or their vision or what they really want to do so would you have any advice right. when it comes to you know knowing your goals or finding your goals right well i can just talk about my experience so like First thing you have to think of is, because me personally, you know, um, again, just like you guys, you know, I was blessed with a good family, right? I mean, uh, thank God that our parents worked hard, right? I mean, by the life that give us. It's just that me personally, I was actually um, brought up by my parents to really um, think independent, 
they they can't rely you know just what they gave me right and and i think that's so important because creating self-independence for me uh, at a young age right and honestly if you think about it let's say you remove right you remove your parents money you remove uh you know comfortable life that you have now you have to put yourself in that frame of mind because if you're comfortable then nothing will make sense you won't have purpose you won't have vision you won't want to do anything because you're so comfortable with where you are right so my best suggestion is you have to remove yourself from that situation and think like what if i didn't have these things what if i had to spend for myself what if i had to buy my own house buy my own condo buy my own car whatever it is that excites you that you actually want to get it doesn't matter what it is it doesn't matter if it's mababa or not but if it's something that excites you that motivates you get that thing whatever it may be then that's a goal right that's a goal that you strive towards right i mean as young people let's be honest not everybody wants to change the world not everybody wants to help people right but what most people can rely what most students or young people can relate with is they want something whatever it may be right maybe your first car or maybe i don't know like go to like your first concert whatever it is right whatever excites you that's a goal yeah. right that's a goal right and so for me you have to think that way have to think what excites me what uh what things do i want to be able to get right now that will tell me actually move forward with my life right that's one aspect or maybe for people who are not really happy with their life right now what is it in my life that i'm not happy about that i want to change right and if you know what you're what you don't want then you know for a fact that you never want to be there again that's what will propel you to move start something be a different person you have to first accept right that you don't you may not want may not like your situation right now and you have to change right or maybe you like your situation right now but still you want something more right you want to keep on growing right as they say right like uh for things to change you have to change for things to get better you have to get better right so it's really up to us to understand first what we want because if we don't know what we want or what we don't want then we'll never move yeah and and to add what to what david said and to what zach asked like it really revolves around your why like why do you want to become a businessman or why do you want to enter that specific industry it really revolves around your why or like why do you want to make this amount of money in the first place so it really goes back to your purpose and your why and if you if you find that early you'll be able to find success also yeah i just I want to say something that like sometimes when you don't know your why it's also good to be with people know their why it's good to be in a community of people who actually are going somewhere where it's a goal where it's their goals because get infected by that right as they say 
the average, the, the five closest people that you have in your life, the five closest friends, that's probably the average income that you have. That's also probably average, you know, uh, mindset that you have, right? It's so, so important. It's so important for young people to understand that your uh, environment, people that you're with, is so important to your development as a person, right? Because if it's bad influence, if it's a bad influence, the type of people, then you also be that type of person. If it's somebody, people who are moving towards something, moving towards something, then you'll also, you know, be that type of person. Right. Right? Yeah. And it, it goes back to that saying, like, your network is your net worth. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's so true. So yeah. be careful with the people that you affiliate yourself with. <laughs> yeah. yeah so maybe I, I, I just want to ask one last question because I'm really curious about this like let's say you were in Miguel or in my shoes like I guess like as a freshman in college huh? would you have done things differently like to give you a head start I guess or you know, yeah what, what advice I guess would you give yeah no that's, a, that's such a good question because honestly I'm so proud of you guys just, just to let you know because you're so young and you're already doing these things. Because when I was in first year, man, <laughs> oh my God, when I was in first year college, all I thought about was going out, having a good time, getting girls. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, I'm just being honest. I mean, you yeah, know, yeah. I wasn't like, you know, like the type of student who was like, Oh my gosh, I am an A student and I'm going to do this thing. No, man. I was your typical type student. Yeah. So, no, I wasn't like a dean's lister. I wasn't like brightest, right? I was just normal. That's the truth, right? So, honestly, like, I wouldn't change. I mean, I know always say this but i really wouldn't change anything in terms of like how, how i did it because everything happens for a purpose that's what i truly believe but if i could if i could then honestly i was a student i would have associated myself with people i would have found honestly like intentionally found people uh who i wanted to be like all right you know what i mean i i would have yeah. removed yeah. myself from like my comfort zone more and like really delved into like you know the lives of probably people who I want to I want to be like right older people things like that. That's yeah, probably so, what yeah. what I would have done. Because as as an Athenian, you're you're so. This is the truth. I'm not saying all, but a lot of Athenians, especially now, are so annoyed. You know, parang like in a bubble. Yeah. Right. They're in a bubble, man. Right? Because life is so good. They come from good families. They come from privileged families. They're in a bubble. Yeah. Right? And that's not what true what, what real life is. <laughs> yeah. That's what I realized when I started working. Yeah. It also relates to, you know, like, for example, diversifying your income. You should also have different sets of friends that, you know, you enjoy yeah. their company. And, like, yeah, you surround exactly. yourself with people who have the same, probably the same goals as you. And you have friends also who yeah. you have fun with and go out with. Yeah, true. True. Mm-hmm. Have that balance, yeah. Because yeah. back then, I didn't, 
you know, when I was a student, I didn't have these thoughts, right? Because again, I was just so, I was in a bubble, <laughs> yeah. right? So if I could change anything, I would probably have changed that because like if I could have started my business earlier on as a student, I would have. Like if I was given that opportunity and I knew what I knew now, I would have started business earlier. So, you know, kudos to you guys for doing this. Yeah. So I guess to wrap everything up, you know, I'm pretty sure everyone here at the clubhouse, all our listeners got so much value from what you said, David. And yeah, I'd like to say thank you so much for that. I'm pretty sure I am pretty sure Miguel and I also, yeah, we learned also so much from you, so much valuable insights. So we just like to know what's one advice that you would like to give for someone who is aspiring to be someone like you, a businessman. Yeah, like out of all the advice you gave today, yeah. what's one thing that, you know, you, you're sticking Bro, to? There was one thing that I would say is go for it. Whatever it is that you want to do, stop thinking. Stop yeah. the excuses. Just start it. The skills you can learn later, start it. Start it. Just start it. That's my best advice. <laughs> it's a very simple advice, but not everyone takes action. So that's a really good advice. Exactly. Yeah. Is that what were you Just saying? about taking action. Yeah. 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 I also really agree with you that taking action because a lot of people tend to, you know, they're scared to start this certain industry because they're not too familiar with it. But I mean, you know, everyone who starts something, obviously they're pretty, you know, beginner level at it. Like they don't know much about it. But then it's only to the point where you actually start doing it, where you learn more about it, and then you fail, and then from those fails, exactly. you learn. So yeah, I really love that advice. Yeah, and just remember, guys, like every master was once a disaster. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like nobody started good. Yeah, I mean there are some who are. I mean, but most people aren't like that. So yeah, and like to the followers of Clubhouse or to those listening to this episode, like. Stop dreaming. Like, start doing. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. very good advice. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of people get stuck dreaming. Okay, yeah, I'll be the wealthiest person in the world. But if you don't take action, you'll never get there. Like, by the time you know it, yeah. you're already 90 and you didn't achieve all your goals yet. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah exactly. You know, you know that saying, right? Like, like the 80-year-old rocking chair principle. Yeah. Now, when you're rocking yeah. in your chair at 80 years old, and you could have like, you know, what if I started this? Yeah. What if yeah. I did this? That's the worst feeling in the world, man. Yeah. 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 So don't allow yeah. yourself to have that feeling. Start things. At least you tried. Yeah. Right? At least you tried. Like, at least you tried. At yeah, least you, you never have a yeah. thought to yourself, what if I did it? Right? Yeah. If you don't try, you'll never know also. So yeah. 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 And you want you like to those listening, you guys want to limit your regrets in life. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you're... you're your advice, all your advices actually are very good. And I'm sure Zach and I learned a lot. We're going to be applying that to our future ventures. And I know a lot of people, especially now, they started their small businesses. Um, and I'm sure they want more advice. Like, I'm sure this episode is cool. Lang pa, so I'm sure they want more uh, <laughs> coaching from you. So would you like to shout out your coaching program, where to find you, your Instagram, sure. all of that? Sure, yeah. Um, for the people who are looking for you know, um, purpose and really something to... Uh, start this pandemic you can add me on Facebook or Instagram it's just David Nadella actually 
So yeah, um, you can add me, we can connect and let's see what we can do together. Yeah. And, and let's see how I can add value to you as well. Yeah. And if you guys are having like a hard time to message, you guys can message the clubhouse and we'll connect you to David also. Yeah. 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 So th- thank you so much for um, this episode, uh, David, and for your time and effort for being here. We really appreciate it. And we learned so much, like more than we ever thought we could. And for sure, we're going to apply like all the lessons we learned today to our future business ventures. And again, to everyone listening, this is The Clubhouse. Check us out on Instagram. And again, my name is Miguel Mendoza with my partner, Zach Pena. So thank you, everybody. See you next Saturday for our next episode. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you. Thank you for this.